Liberia's top doctor quarantines herself. Today, Thursday, October 2nd. This is The World. Liberia's chief medical officer is staying at home after a colleague showed symptoms of Ebola. And now that I'm home, of course for children to tell them stay home, sometimes they do not listen, but now that I'm here they have to obey. You're the mom. <laughs> yes. Also a Hong Kong native weighs in on the protests in her hometown. For the past few days I've been very proud to be a Hong Konger. You know, all these people occupying different places, they weren't to do that. And why tensions between Israelis and Palestinians could be especially high this weekend. For Ron size, it's a holy day that you should pray and then you are fasting. And for the other, you are making a barbecue and celebrating. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA CREF a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman, and you're tuned to The World. This may sound harsh, but for months, Ebola might have sounded like some other country's problem. Now that a first case has been confirmed here in the U.S., it's very much our problem, too. Today, authorities in Texas issued an update on the Liberian man who's been diagnosed with Ebola in Dallas. They said he may have had contact, direct or indirect, with as many as 100 people after he became contagious. It's hard to hear that and not be concerned. So this might be a good time to remind ourselves about some basic facts about Ebola, courtesy of Anja Biera Fjeldsater. She's a psychologist who recently returned to her native Norway after counseling patients and families of loved ones who died from Ebola in Liberia and Sierra Leone. Ebola is a very deadly virus, but it's not particularly contagious. It's not something that you get from a stranger on the subway. You get Ebola from nursing your sick relatives. You get it from being very, very close to someone who's infected. If somebody's been in extremely close contact, it's contagious through the bodily fluids, so it's not an airborne disease. Um, it's, it's this kind of cocktail of bad luck that's made it so enormous, this outbreak. We'll hear more from Anya about what she saw and who she met in West Africa in just a few minutes. The people of Guinea, Liberia, and Sierra Leone certainly know what she means by bad luck. Imagine people dying around you, the fear that you might have gotten infected, and wondering, essentially, how you're going to save your own life, not to mention the lives of the ones you love around you. That's partly why Liberia's chief medical officer, Dr. Berenice Don, quarantined herself in her own home. She's one week into the 21-day monitoring period now. Earlier today, Dr. Don told me why she did it. I'm working in an office where my chief of office staff came down with the disease. And so obviously that makes me a contact. And so I decided to quarantine myself and then advise the rest of the office staff to quarantine themselves and we can observe ourselves for the 21 days. Obviously, if you have not been diagnosed as uh, being positive for Ebola, going into quarantine, uh, some might see as a, a bit of an extreme measure. Why did you do this? It is necessary that I set the example so that when we tell others to do it, they take it seriously. That is the right thing to do. Once you are a contact, you have to quarantine yourself or you have to be quarantined for 21 days. So you don't put others at risk, so in case you come down with the disease. 
You're in voluntary quarantine at your own home. How does that work practically with your own family and your children? Nowadays, I'm in a room by myself. I don't share a room with my husband. I use my own utensils and I disinfect them. The way we used to intermingle, mingle, children come lie down on your bed, watch TV and do the rest. They don't do that anymore. Like every other human being, once in a while, the fear of the unknown, as the days go by, I get encouraged. Days are going and I'm still in good health. It has been a lot of stress since the outbreak. I've not had any time to rest. So it's also a time for resting. Is it a strain on your family? Well, I think the children, uh, they have to stay home, which is the rule I had in the house before. So now that I'm here, I'm here to supervise that. So maybe they will not like that, but I'm here to supervise and everyone stay with it.